Hi, this is Jim Quick, and I have a quick update for you. I'm proud to announce my very first book, Limitless, Upgrade Your Brain, Learn Anything Faster, and Unlock Your Exceptional Life. This book is not only based on the latest neuroscience, it is field tested for over 28 years of working with some of the most amazing minds on our planet. Just go to LimitlessBook.com and enjoy this book. Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Welcome back, Quick Brain. Your question for today how do you build mental toughness? How do you create that cognitive resilience, if you would, in a world uh, that come, sometimes can be very difficult and might be a little bit against you? And I'm excited to have this conversation. Uh, this is a new location. We haven't done this before, but we're gonna have this conversation with a very special guest. And uh, this is, uh, I have a little bit of like goosebumps here because um, this is something that I'm, I'm, I've been looking forward to. Uh, we have a UFC champion here, and she's probably one of the most recognized female fighters in the whole world, Misha Tate. Thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad that we could set up on the fly. I know. We made this happen, and I thought here I was going to have to wait on this long list of people that you <laughs> have to be on this podcast, but no, we made it happen today because yeah, that's what we do. We have, we have exactly. <laughs> we, we figure it out. We have Jared behind the, the camera here. We're actually at an event. Um, it's a wellness performance event. Um, around hyperbarics and yeah. as using it as a recovery tool. And I gave the opening keynote yesterday and you did this morning's keynote. Right. And so we put this behind stage just to have, we're having this conversation and we wanted to be able to share this with the community. And um, so I'm really excited. I followed your career and uh, you've recently come out of retirement. Yes. And uh, maybe we'll make this, we'll put this out maybe the, the week that, um, of July 17th. July 17th, very good. Yes, the memory, the memory, good memory, memory kicks in. <laughs> so let's talk about how to, you know, Limitless is not about being perfect. It's about advancing and it's about progressing. Right. And, you know, we know a big part of success, uh, you know, in performance is the mental game. Mm -hmm. And, you know, did you, did you always have a, like a support system in place, you know, support team? Or uh, were you, for like for me, I was labeled broken and there was, you know, a lot of people were kind of, you know, going out of their way sometimes to, to get and bring you down. How about yourself? I think I had Your a good journey. combination. Um, I'll give my mom a lot of credit because I think it takes a strong woman to raise a strong woman. And my mother always instilled in me since I was a little girl that I could do and be whatever I wanted. If I said I wanted to be an astronaut, which I did, she's like, you will be. I mean, there was no hesitation. She's just like, if that's what you wanna do, you will do it. And so I think it was ingrained in me from a very young age, but pretty much everyone else, you know, my, even my, my dad and, uh, you know, my grandparents, which I was talking about today, my, you know, my friends and uh, casual friends, like, most of the things I did were not very supported. That's a good word, right? They were they were frowned upon and and not even um, just not supported, but very misunderstood. I think people a lot of times didn't understand where I was coming from or why would I choose fighting? You know, think back in 2006, even yeah. men's MMA was not 
uh, was not, it was still considered barbaric and had a lot of these negative connotations, mm-hmm. much less women trying to fight at that time. Right. It was, it was a, a spectacle, you know, that's yeah. how people viewed it. And somebody, somebody watching now that just started maybe watching, uh, like the UFC, you, you see, you see women there, mm-hmm. but it wasn't always like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I remember those initial conversations in the news with, with Dana and, in the community, people are thinking, but you were one of the people that really ushered in. I mean, your specific fight actually did that, right? You know, in my mind, it, yeah. So it, it, there was a fight that I had, and I didn't win. Is that I actually won? Uh, excuse me, I lost my world title in that fight. So it was kind of devastating. But in hindsight, I look back at it, and there was so much more to be gained. Mm-hmm. You know, it was what broke down the barrier for women to get into the UFC and also enabled me to get that opportunity, which then of course I became a UFC world champion, which is you know, the pinnacle of my career and I plan to do it again. Yes. But um, it was, you know, one of those tough bumps in the road that you don't realize um, there's so much more that's gonna come from that. And I guess if that's something that I was going to say is that it's difficult to have foresight when it comes to mental toughness, mm. but I think that you have to believe that if you continue to put one foot in front of the other, even if that you, you know, maybe let's use an analogy, you're, you're driving on a dark road and it's the middle of the night and all your headlights can see is 10 feet in front of you, 30 feet in front of you, right? But as long as you keep going, eventually you're gonna have a lot of distance that you've covered, right? And, and so you might not know exactly where you are, you might not be able to see where you're going, but you know you're gonna get there if you just continue on that on that path or wherever the path may take you, right? So sometimes you don't need to be able to see way in the future, so long as you have the mindset. And I've always had this mindset that I can build it again. Ooh, that's so good. I can build it again. So if I know that I have those fundamental tools to create myself, whatever version of that is, and I've gone through so many versions of myself at this point, I'm 34 years old, right? So I've done a lot of growing and a lot of transition. And I've always thought, what's the worst thing that can happen? Ooh, that's such a powerful question. When these ridiculous, you know, and, and sometimes it, it seemed ridiculous at the time, opportunities present themselves. Me wrestling on an all-boys team, that was ridiculous at the time. Not, mm-hmm. not to me, but I mean, so many people thought, like, how crazy. I got labeled crazy many times in my career, and, and uh, I'm kind of proud of that, actually. <laughs> I never really refute that point. Might be other things I refute, but crazy is not one of them because I think it takes a bit of crazy to be ambitious. Yeah, we're talking about mental toughness, and it's interesting that we're, while we're talking about toughness and um, and and grit, that the, there's the other side of it where where there's harmony and also in grace. That you could uh, that while there's uh, a lot of um, strength, you get there's also power and surrender when Absolutely. it comes to you know being more tough and resilient. And I think it goes to show that when you invest in your mind, your frame of mind that you get results. Because I have to invest in different ways for the career that I've chosen versus maybe maybe labor. And uh, it's not that there's no crossover, but it's just that the place, having the ability to take my mindset to different places to get what I need out of it, mm-hmm. that's really important. And that's what I learned from the, the quote, maybe the failure the first time in the labor that I had, um, the learning experience that I had in my first labor is like, okay, my mind is powerful, that I know, that I've proven and that I know, but how do I harness that for this objective versus this objective versus that objective? And when you can broaden the horizons of what your mind can do, 
well, here we go. Like I, it sounds like a like cliche plug, but honestly, the word that came to mind was that it's limitless. Yeah, I, I would. I appreciate it because you had the curiosity to get to know yourself, you know, as a human being, you know, as 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 a, as, a, as a champion, as a fighter, and then also you also on the other side also have the courage to be yourself. Right, a lot of people, it's you know, they'll go inside, or you know, everyone has a different process. They'll journal, maybe they'll they'll take a trip and get some perspective. But once they get to know themselves, it's a different um, quality to actually act on that because there's so so many of us, including myself, are scared of what other people will think. You right. know, as you get to know yourself, being that person, or um, other people's expectations right. of us, and you know, there's a lot of noise, especially when you're a public figure and. And people, you know, there are people that put on stuff on Twitter or whatever, of like course, being just, you know, keeping your, your focus, you know, and not caring so much what other people think because it's, you know, to all the haters that are out there, it's not, it's not their job to like, love or respect you. It's, it's, it's your job. Absolutely. And if you don't do that first, nobody else will. Yeah. If you don't have that kind of love and respect for yourself, why would you think somebody who cares less than, than you do about yourself that they're right. going to? Right. So a lot of times it's the energy I think we bring into a room. I always say, you know, public speaking for a lot of people, it's a it's a it's a big fear. And I'm not going to say that I have zero nerves going before, but I'm pretty calm because I always put myself in the other person's shoes. And I say, well, what are they looking to get out of this? Are they looking for me to fail? Like, no, actually, I don't think so. I don't think you showed up to say today saying like, oh, let's see if Misha sucks. You know, like, no, you just came in with an open mind to see what I had to say. Right. Right. And so I always put that uh, that I whenever I'm there sitting in the audience, I'm just genuinely open minded to hear what somebody has to say. The other thing is, um, if you're worried about what people have to say, social media is something we obviously have to deal with on a regular basis. And it's important, I think, to a lot of people's careers, even um, if you're not at a place it's easy to say, ignore it, be stronger than it, don't let it bother you. But truthfully, that's much easier said than done. It yeah. still bothers me if I read a negative comment. Yeah. It's always going to bother me. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bit less as I get a little, my skin gets a little thicker, so to speak. But it's always going to bother me. I'm a sensitive person. It, it just I don't like seeing negative things written about me. So if you're not in a place where you feel like you can deal with that, then don't give that any energy. Don't read. Don't yeah. don't read the comments. You know, and maybe you can delegate and have somebody you support go in and read and and only read the positive ones to you, mm-hmm. so that you can still have fan interaction. But maybe you can mitigate the negative stuff, and it can be filtered out by somebody close to you yeah. that can help you with that. I mean, there's ways to circumvent the situation if you're like me and you're still sensitive. But I genuinely want to interact with my fans, and I don't think it will ever not hurt me to see a negative comment. I've gotten better at dealing with it because mm-hmm. well it's happened so much that yeah. I'm certainly better now when it comes to in-person context when you hear people saying things like oh she shouldn't be doing that you know women shouldn't do that or uh you know this is uh, it's not for women whatever I've just heard so many things she's too buff she's this she's that things that could hurt um those things somehow I've always managed to channel into a better like, I'm going to prove you wrong. Mm. I'm going to prove you wrong. Yeah. You know, it's not that it doesn't hurt at all, but it's that I've always been able to take those situations and just turn it into, watch me. Yeah, like, underestimate me. Underestimate right, me. Yeah. Please do. Yeah. yeah, be my guest, you know. Uh, and there's something, I think, when it's a face-to-face connection or you you know who said it, 
for me, that's a little bit more personal and therefore it's motivating. I don't take it quite so the way that I, for some reason on social media, because it's like a, you don't know where it's coming from and it just mm -hmm. feels like, like people right, are just right. <laughs> like death by a thousand cuts. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> just like coming at you and you don't, you know, you can never have a conversation with that person yeah. realistically. Right. So I guess there's multiple ways that I deal with it. But, um, as a girl growing up, when I had those moments of, you can't do this or somebody put imposing their or limits yes, on their limitations for me. I always just thought, why not? Why can't I? Why can't if somebody else can do it? Why can't I? And I don't care if it's a guy that's done it. Why can't I do it? What's yeah. so different about and that's me? another great mindset question. You know, why not me? Why can't I? Yeah. Why? Why not me? Like I. I put my pants on the same way, I'm pretty sure, you know, yeah. <laughs> one leg at a time, right? Yeah, like, sure. I don't understand why I can't have, well, and who are you to say what I can like and what I don't like, yeah. you know? Bless America, because I feel like being here, I'm so fortunate as a woman to be able to pursue my dreams and, and goals and ambitions. You know, I know there are other places around the world that are not as fortunate for uh, people in general, but especially me, my, me identifying as a female, I'm very blessed and grateful to have those opportunities. So I also look at that and say, I'm going to make the most out of every one of them that I can, because I'm in a place where I can do that. And I'd like to make a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, I really would. Yeah. You know, I, sure. this this started off just for me, and I still do fighting primarily just for myself. People ask me, oh, you do it for your kids now. I'm like, no, I, I wish I could say that I do, but I don't. Like, this is for me. Yeah. This is like the airplane scenario. I put my own mask on first so that I could better serve my children. I want to lead my children by example, not by telling them what they should do, but showing them. And I want my daughter to be a strong woman by seeing her mother be a strong woman. Like, I saw my mother be a strong woman, and I want my son to appreciate strong women like his father does. Yeah. And so that's where I go with setting the, the, the role, uh, role model more so. And I've gotten more comfortable with that term because it was really thrust upon me. I was mm -hmm. pretty young when I came into this sport and when I had people, oh, you're a role model. I'm like, what? You know, I'm not trying to, be, I, I don't want anybody to live their life according to me. And it's like pressure's on, you know? Right. And, and I didn't start this sport with that in mind. It's not like, some people want to become movie stars or they want to become singers. And I guess they have that notion of like, oh, I want to be famous. Like, that never, ever crossed my mind. As a matter of fact, I tend to usually run from that the other direction. I'm like, like, if I can fly under the radar, if I cannot be recognized, that's how I want to treat myself. That's how I'd like other people to treat me as well. Well, I really appreciate it because, you know, the, some, it's, it's, it, it, and it's, um, it's amazing for, for my perspective to be able to spend time with you and know that like the person that, you, you that you admire, you know that that you that you that, that you connect with is the same person, you know, like they're they're down to earth and, and they're and they're real. And that that means that means a lot. And I, and I love what you're saying about because the life you live are the lessons you teach, you know, to your to your children, you know, to to your fans. And ultimately, that's that that I think that's important for us to, to have that the we we, we be we be ourselves, you know, we tr we start trusting ourselves more. We love ourselves, and part of love is putting borders and boundaries around, you know, things that are important to us. And then, um, you know, and so be yourself, unless, Absolutely. unless you're a jerk, then don't, don't then be someone else without, without a doubt. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. <laughs> but you inspire people with your grit and your grace. Thank and, you so and much. And we wish you the best of luck, you Absolutely. know, in, in this, in this, in this, new, in this new phase. And I encourage everybody to, um, to take a screenshot of this, wherever you're watching or listening, either on Spotify or iTunes or on, 
Um, you should listen to the whole interview actually on YouTube and, uh, and take a screenshot and post it and, um, and share like one, one thing, like one gem that you got out of this conversation, one insight, because when you share with somebody else, you never know who's watching. And then also tag Misha. Um, what's the best place for people to stay Usually, in touch with you? Uh, if it's Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, it's just uh, at Misha Tate, I before E. Okay, so I before E. Yeah. good general rule because there are a few fake fan pages out there. So um, that for sure. And, and, and just to top on that, you know, if, if it's not a social media share, which mm -hmm. of course, you know, we love that because uh, we want to try to get that message out there. But even if this is just something for you, mm -hmm. um, post it on your wall. You know, yeah. take a quote or something. If there's something that you like that you just need to see every day, hang it on your mirror, hang it on your wall. That's what I've done um, many times. And, and you know, I used to hang photos of other people on my wall just in, in closing. I used to have these motivational fitness photos and things like yeah. that. And now I have photos of myself. Good for you. And, and it sounds a bit, right, like a bit like egotistical. Like, But at the same time, it's like nobody else is my competition. Yeah. I am my competition. I wake up every day motivated by knowing what I can do and I want to see how I can do it better. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And there's a version of all of ourselves that we haven't met yet. And I think we just show up every single day until we're introduced to that person. Absolutely. But you you, you could be your own inspiration and your own competition. Very true. And, uh, and that, that's the person in the mirror for sure. So tag us in your post if you can and I'll, I'll repost some of our favorites. And um, thanks for being on our show. Absolutely. Thanks for yeah. making it happen. Just short notice. I love it. Want to double your brain speed and memory power? If you'd like to learn rapidly and get ahead faster, I'd like to give you my brand new Quick Brain Accelerator program. You will discover exactly what I teach my clients to learn, read, and remember anything in half the time. There is no charge. It's my gift to you for being one of our subscribers. That's kwikbrain.com. Growing up struggling with learning challenges from a childhood brain injury, it's been my life's mission to help you have your very best brain so you can win more every single day. Now, want more quick brain? Here are four ways to fast track your results and lock in what you just learned into your long-term memory. Remember fast, F-A-S-T. The F stands for Facebook. You're not alone on this journey. I invite you to join our free private online group. There you can connect with me, your fellow brain lovers, links to resources, and even submit your questions for me to answer in future episodes. Go to quickbrain.com. That's K-W-I-K brain.com. The A stands for apply. Act on what you learned today. Remember, knowledge is not power, it's potential power. It only becomes power when you use it. So use what you just learned. The S stands for subscribe. Don't miss the next episode and other free brain training. And finally, the T stands for teach. You wanna learn faster now? The key is to lock it in right away by teaching it to someone else. When you teach something, you get to learn it twice. Here's a simple way to do that. Leave a review on iTunes. Leave a review with your biggest takeaway from this episode. You could also post and share this podcast on your social media. It helps us spread our mission of building better, brighter brains. And of course, tag us so our team can properly thank you. Hashtag quick brain, K-W-I-K brain. Mine is at Jim Quick, K-W-I-K, on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So what does FAST stand for? Facebook, apply, subscribe, teach. I'll see you in our next episode of Quick Brain. Until then, remember, you are faster and smarter than you think. 
I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your Limitless Book Club, where every single month we read a book together, uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for one hour, uh, share going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.